What's going on? What's going on? You are now listening to another episode of the Mocha Podcast. How's it going, everyone? My name is Johnny Fickrew, and I want to first off, as I usually do, by wishing you all well. I hope y'all are tending to your gardens, whatever that means, both literally, but also in how you show up for yourself and how you take care of yourself and how you take care of other people, you know. These are some of the toughest months of the year, at least for me. Um, And I've always uh, really appreciated, you know, my friends, my loved ones who really check up on me. Um, And so, yeah, hoping that you're doing well and hoping that you have the energy to check in on your friends, check in on your family, uh, check in on anyone that might be acting uh, different or unusual, you know, I think it's important to remember that, like, we are each other's medicine, um, to a certain extent, of course, like, it's not about, you know, exerting all your energy to someone else, but, um, you know, once, once your cup is full, um, and you see that other folks are needing some support, please, please, Lend a, lend a hand, lend a ear, lend a, yeah, ear to listen or whatever makes sense in this, in the situation. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here tuning in to Mocha. Um, so let's get it cracking. So for today's episode, I want to talk about workers. And to put it into context, right, we're, we've been in this pandemic for nearly two-ish years and counting, right? And since that pandemic has started, folks have been working tirelessly, and especially the folks on the front lines, you know, nurses, janitors, grocery store workers, uh, the list goes on, teachers, um, and it's been pretty intense, right? Um, already we've seen a lot of strikes go down, a lot of folks working to unionize and come together, uh, because essentially capitalism doesn't really care about pandemics, uh, and late stage capitalism actually intensifies, uh, the working conditions. Um, and so a lot of folks have been very impacted by what's been going on with the pandemic and you've seen and you've seen reports and people leaving their jobs in in droves, right? Like many people have left their jobs because they're just like done. They're like, this is not good for me anymore. And and to the folks who did that, like I salute you. Like shouts out to you for thinking about yourself and your your you know your mental health and all of that good stuff. Um, but it has been such. A clear distinction, especially this the second half of this year, there's just been so many uh, harsh, terrible working conditions that so many folks have been experiencing. Like I, I hear it all the time, whether it's the teachers um, or the warehouse workers or yeah, nurses or CNAs. There's just unsafe working conditions. Um, for the folks who are especially on the front lines to, to produce even more, to work even more. Um, and 
of course you're going to see some people who transition out, who resign. You know, they call it the great resignation. But it's interesting, though, to me, because I keep hearing this narrative uh, from the higher-ups, right, Uh, that there is this labor shortage because people are leaving. And as if... As if there's people that don't want to earn a livelihood. Um, it's a very interesting narrative, this labor shortage, because it's it puts the burden on the people who are not working. But if you really think about it, when you think about, like, what what is the challenge to labor shortage, right? Like, what could we do to support a labor shortage? The answer is really simple and really straightforward, the answer is we need to pay people more. And it sounds very like, oh, yeah, like loosey-goosey or very chill, but, like, that's really what it comes down to. Essentially, people are fed up and people are being overworked and underpaid. And so, you know, with these, like, you know, higher-ups, these folks that make a huge amount of money, if they are like, oh, man, there's, like, this labor shortage... An easy, easy, easy way to do this is to pay people more, pay people well, pay people with dignity, um, and also reduce these working conditions. Like, you have every, like, incentive as, like, a business person to reduce these uh, and eliminate these working conditions, right? Like, we have, we're still in a pandemic, and so there's no need for anyone to be overworked, right? There's no need for uh, people to, you know, work extra hours uh, to make ends meet because things are getting pricey. And so, you know, you'll you'll start seeing that some of these, you know, uh, front front line works, you'll see that there's been raises, right? Like they're making a little, they're making more than they've ever done before, um, at least out here in Seattle, which is great, but it's like, it's it's time for more, right? And it's like, the only thing I see that is a shortage is is pay for the workers. And so, this is a matter of like, uh, rejecting this like late stage capitalism, rejecting these terrible working conditions, um, and uplifting the folks who have been not only putting their bodies on the line, but putting, you know, their families' lives on the line. And it's just so important that we we treat people, especially the folks who have, you know, been on the front lines with 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 honor, you know? And honor is, is so much more than, you know, grandiose thank yous and emails and gifts, right? You know, I'm careful about these gifts, right? Because I'm like you, you're giving me a gift, but it's like, why don't you actually increase my opportunities for resources? Um, that goes a long way than a gift. And so it's it's really important that, you know, especially as we get into 2022, you know, we really, uh, we really you know, do, do what we can to support workers, uh, support worker strikes, support unions. Uh, we need to go full full force on this because um, pe- people's lives are on the line um, and also people's mental health is on the line and so it is so crucial that we 
come together uh, and figure out uh, really what it is. And I already said what it is. It's that we need to pay people more um, and reduce slash eliminate all of these like terrible working conditions. Um, it's horrifying to hear that some of the workers uh, that were in the warehouse um, during like a tornado, like we're still expected to work. Like that is horrifying to hear. Um, and, uh, you know, rest in peace to the lives that were lost because of these inhumane working conditions. And so that's really what all I really want to like say is that like, you know, like this great resignation, this, this labor shortage situation, like it's all a farce, uh, because people don't want to be overworked and underpaid. And so, if we really want to make this right, pay people more. That's what it is. Uh, if it means that these like CEOs or these higher ups like have to reduce their salaries, so be it. Because it's not worth it's not worth anyone's health to be to be put in this situation where they have to take sixty or seventy hours a week to put food on the table to take care of their kids, their families, their loved ones, whoever. And so let's stop with this narrative that there is a worker shortage and really amplify that there is a shortage on pay because that's really what it is at the end of the day. So pay the workers, pay the people, eliminate terrible working conditions, um, and let's keep that energy going as we head into the new year.